Hello, hi everybody. Welcome to Football in General. It's Rob Kays. And Trevor Koppel. Trevor, Trevor, the wait is over. Welcome to Week Zero, man. It's it's finally it's happening. Here. I know we I know we call Week Zero and say football or um, yeah, college football week a week before, and we we're saying it's coming up. But this is this is one of the, it, it's a it's a weird time. You got what preseason's over. You got the NFL coming up. It's it's it, this is we're not in purgatory anymore, my buddy. We are it, uh, just over into the waiting room. Waiting room. It's the night before Christmas. <laughs> it's the night before Christmas. That's a that's a great metaphor. I can't think of anything else. I mean, you know, it's like Thanksgiving, and you're waiting for waiting for all the food to come out. But you know what usually comes <laughs> it comes out first is is it's it's not the gravy. Well, maybe not 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 your Thanksgiving. The gravy doesn't come out first Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, my Thanksgiving it's usually like a, an artichoke spinach dip with some kind of you know pillowy bread crust around it. It's really great. My my buddy's girlfriend makes it. It's to die for. Okay, well that's weird because at my Thanksgiving Thanksgiving we buy different samplings of gravy on the on the table. Walking through the door. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I know I'm not the only one that said Thanksgiving operates like that. I know for a damn fact, if I ever walk into any Thanksgiving, um, be it friend, foe, fam- family, or enemy, and and there's five different samplings of gravy right next to one another without labels. I don't, I don't need labels. It's good enough. Okay. Um, um, Thanksgiving, man. I'm walking out. I'll tell you what, there's there's bars open on Thanksgiving. I rather yeah. yeah. I can get pe- get peanut. Okay, I'll get peanuts Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving that year. That's still good. For, put you to bed, just as just as much as turkey does. So, anywho, who? Well, tell you what, man. I'm gonna ask a couple questions here, Trevor. Do you do you believe the? Well, it depends on on which hype are we talking about. I mean, okay. most well, of the time, I'm all, all the in questions on the hype. and innuendos and the, the weird talk talk of drippings from. Um, I'm asking you if you believe the hype of these players that we're about to talk about for fantasy football this year. Um, we've done se- several different shows shows about these things in terms of who's going to be a bust, who's, who's going to be a boom, who's rated, who's not, not, who's the safe pick, who's the sexiest pick, who's the longest legs, ties their shoes the best, right? In this case, I want to know if you believe the hype about these players, Trevor, and I'm going to tell you straight up my, how I feel too, but first, let's go with our boy. Well, he's he's Tucson's own, right? He's a Tucson native. Here went to South Point Catholic. Um, was a five star recruit coming out of Texas. Is now in Atlanta. Do you believe the hype? The hype of B. John Robinson and his potential potential top ten potential top ten running back season. We may have already talked about this sort of indirectly, but but do you believe the hype of B. John Robinson? So this one, this one, I do. I believe the hype. I think B. John Robinson. Um, you know whether whether or not he's he's just you know leading the league and rushing. I, I don't think I predict that, but uh, I got a good feeling that he's going to be this year's Brees Hall, and uh, and if he can stay healthy, um, he's. I mean, I, I'll say with without watching a single game yet this year, uh, I would have to go with him as my front runner for uh, offensive rookie of the year. I think he's in the best position for it. Uh, I think the potential is there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm all in on the hype on Bijan, which is 
Uh, um, let's see. It is, if we go over, overall position, I think we saw it at, and here's, I'm sorry, give me a second. Seventh overall for players and third overall for running backs. Do you believe the hype at that ADP? Ooh, that's that's tougher. Um, so what? They're they're putting him right uh, behind Nick Chubb, Nick, uh, Nick Chubb and Christian, Jonathan Christian Taylor and Josh Jacobs. I'm assuming are the top two. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Sorry, you, uh, that's why I meant Christian McCaffrey. Who did I say? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, who did I say? I said Jonathan Taylor, didn't I? No, Christian McCaffrey is is the expected number one. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, that's the thing. I just listed off two guys that, that might be better. I mean, yeah, Jonathan Taylor has the uh, four four weeks on the uh, on the pup list. But, uh, no, I, I don't think I, I'm ready to put him as third overall drafted. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I mean, third running back drafted. Uh, okay. But, uh, so, but so I do think he's going to be a really impactful <laughs> uh, fantasy player. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I put him behind Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs. Derek, Derek Henry? Uh, those guys I would draft ahead of him. Um, Austin Eckler, sure, yeah. Um, you know, Derek Henry, gosh, uh, I want to say yes to Derek Henry, but, uh, man, my my faith in that whole team is is really faltering going into this season, like, uh, you know, even Derrick Henry needs something going in the passing game to make it work. I mean, if, if you know that all you have to do is stop Derrick Henry, then you will stop Derrick Henry. Uh, so as good as he is, he might be in for a down season if they can't get more going on that offense. Um, so that, that's a tough one. Who would I take, Bijan or, or Derrick Henry? Um that's tough. I would probably have to. And on the to, clock, uh, you shall be. Probably have to actually be on the clock to know which Joking, way I would go with those two. Joking. Not, not going to do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Right there with you. Um, not that he's going to be a good player. But, um, <laughs> I think we've mentioned this before. He's going to split carries with Tyler Algier. Potentially Cordell, Robin, Cordell Patterson. Um, and although I, although I believe he's going to be really good, the line in Atlanta is really good. Um, I uh, don't, I don't know. I feel like they won't get in the end zone a lot. Maybe because they have like a top twenty or thirty thirty quarterback. So that kind of that kind of where. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go. Right. You said Cordero Patterson, so I must say, I really hope he returns a kick for a touchdown this year. Uh, it's just, just one of my favorite things to think about going into a new season, uh, ever since he had those, those big seasons with Minnesota and, and now he's climbing up the all time, uh, kick return touchdown list. If he's not at the top already. Um, I know, uh, uh, Hester has more combined kick and punt return for touchdowns, but I think Cordero Patterson might have the most, uh, kick returned for touchdowns uh, in league history. He's just an incredible player to watch. Um, but, yeah, uh, B. John Robinson, you know, that that's the tough part about drafting these these high-expectation rookies is uh, 
we know he's a good player. We know they're going to use him a lot. But whether or not that's going to be, you know, red zone touches or big yards every every week, um, we have to wait and find out. Um, so ideally, you know, and and the draft almost never is ideal. Uh, everybody who's who's been through it knows that. Um, but uh, I, I'm probably not hoping to get him as my first running back off the board. <clears throat> Um, he could be. He, he, he's going to be somebody's first running back off the board. I uh, hope he's not my first running back off the board. Um, I'd rather here's somebody uh, with not a lot of history. I have a little but, but more. A lot of people looking at him, believing uh, that he's a legitimate, know, legitimate threat to, to look at wide receiver one in fantasy football. Sir, if I told you to look at number 17 in New York Jets today, right? If you just pulled a picture, number 17 in New York, New York Jets. Um, maybe preseason action. Maybe just like Madden, Madden any shot. Um, right, right. Um, you, I think you would tell me, well, when did Devontae Devonte Adams get traded Jets? Huh? Huh? Um, first off, so that's weird, but I think you'd be fooled to think, huh? Well, if right. I wasn't, you know, if I was a betting man, I'd bet some money on for 17 huh. there being Devontae Adams, but who, who is it really? It's Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Do you believe the hype in Garrett Wilson as current ADP? He's I gotta see, I gotta look at it. I think he's think he's night. No, that, that was last year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong list here. Um, in front of me, I think that he's top five though. He is. He is top five. I just need to get the number. So, do you believe the hype? Right. So. He is five. I don't. Be, I'm not. I'll put it this way. I'm not going to buy the hype. Um, I, I believe the potential is there. Like I understand where the hype is coming from. Uh, yeah, I I'm not going to draft him that high. Um, and, and again, like like we do know what his potential is, and uh, what we don't know, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, and it's weird because he's he's been he's going into what is like was his 18th, 19th season for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we don't know who Aaron Rodgers with the Jets is yet. Um, there's a lot of hype there, but the truth is we haven't seen them play a single down in a real game yet against starting defenses. Um, so, you know, there, there's, you know, what you expect, what you hope for. Fantasy draft really has to, I mean, you really want to be able to go with what you're certain of. And I'm, I'm uncertain on who the jets are going to be this year. The potential is, excuse me, the potential is great. Um, but, uh, but I'm not ready to buy yet. So uh, there's, there's other options out there that I have more faith in at, at the fifth wide receiver overall spot. And uh, I mean, and, and that's the, in this league, Oh my goodness. In this league, wide receivers, there's so many, so many great ones, and and so many with the potential to do better this year than they did last year. Um, I'm just not uh, um, by not buying the hype. Like it's pretty good on, uh, so far. On the they, Jets yet? Not um, buying the hype on in, the uh, in preseason. Aaron Rodgers, already throw a touchdown pass yet. to Garrison on a back shoulder fake. So, um, by golly, I'm going to believe the hype. I'm going to believe this hype, my, my friend. It's not because I don't think it's going to be like. Somewhat, somewhat like, like 
they're, they're, they're going to be cold at first. I don't think like they're going to immediately kind of catch fire. Huh. Um, but I do think I do think that I, I I just really like Garrett Wilson. Is he going to be top one? One? No. He's ADP at five, and I think that's pretty fair because he's realistically the number one receiver on that team, and he's going to get the ball thrown to him a lot, and he's going to catch back shoulder fades. And I'm not sure how many touchdowns they'll have or like what the yards are. But look at look at it like this. 83 of 147 target targets. Oh, sure. Last year. Yeah. Um, didn't rank highly amongst all receivers last year. However, he was he was getting the ball thrown to him by Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, and still went for over for over a thousand. Had no compliment on the other side of the, the other side of the ball. Uh, excuse me, out of the field. And now you have Aaron Rodgers, and he's bound to spread the ball to everybody. They acquired. Alan Lazard, they got Miko Hardman. There's going to be a lot of space on the other space on the other side of the field for him. Um, just based upon those guys, upon those guys just being streakers, you know, post routes. I believe the hype, man, and that hurts coming from from a Patriots fan. So you know, there's real hype. Real hype. It's real, real hype. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I I know you're not uh, making it up. Yeah. Um. Not not easy, um, yeah. I I just uh, I, like I said. I, I just I still feel like there's a lot of good options out there, and they are in a tough division, um, and it's it's a brand new formula. And I I saw that I saw that catch from the preseason. Um, I just not not ready to believe that they're going to be able to do it every week. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I mean, when you're going against the starting D line and the starting secondary, uh, things things get sped up. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's good. He's he's really good, but he's he has lost a step, especially when it comes to extending the play. I don't think he can extend the play like he used to. Um, but uh, but you got to take everything I say about Aaron Rodgers uh, in perspective too. I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. I try to be uh, neutral when we talk about, uh, you know, all right. all time um, great uh, well, let me Green Bay one, Packer right? quarterbacks. But uh, uh, the end, uh, but let's no face it, I, I, I just but, don't like the guy. <laughs> uh, talking about potential hypers, Calvin Rid- Ridley, man, makes this 37th year. We already mentioned how good of a pick he would be earlier in this this preview process probably back in july or june we were going to come back around because a guy that hasn't played in two years um could potentially be racking up catches he's going to go against the easiest strength of schedule in terms of wide receivers uh, uh was it uh, what's my old stat there fpa fantasy points against i like that a lot um and he gets indy twice he gets Houston twice, and he gets Tennessee twice. Three of the worst pass defenses last year. So, believe that. Yeah. And uh, and Trevor Lawrence going into his third year. Um, uh, so, 30, so, I like that a lot. I 30. think Trevor Lawrence has something to prove. Receivers. Um, so, and, and where did you say he was going? In terms of uh, receivers, did you say thirty fifth? Yeah, so I think I think I'm ready to buy that. Um, 
you know, the, the, I mean, I think some people are going to take him sooner, and, and that could be a good choice. But I, I think, I think that's a really good spot for him, thirty fifth. Um, yeah, I'm buying that hype. I think Calvin Ridley's ready. Um, you know, he's he he left with injury. He stayed out with a boneheaded, you know, gambling screw up. Um, he's ready to go. And and I don't want to interrupt your list right here, but it reminds me of another situation I was recently looking at. Uh, it's something like 1,100 days since uh, uh, Michael Thomas uh, really, you know, kind of derailed his career with injury after injury after injury, and he is 100% healthy going into the season for the first time in almost three years. Um, so... I think uh, the potential is there. The the worry is is the rest of the offense. But uh, Michael Thomas really healthy, <laughs> um, he's and I think one, he's falling right? off and a lot of people's radar. So you Tom could get him. There's no hype uh, surrounding in, Jimmy Graham. You know, in some leagues, you're going to be able to get um, him. The only hype is, is that he's playing so. the New Orleans Saints, and they, and they's look. They, people are saying he, he he's looked like the old Jimmy. Granted, this is against possibly second or third strings. Not really sure. He's 36 years old. One year removed from football, football, back to New Orleans Saints. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> no, and, and I no. He, I think no he's. I think he's worth <laughs> not, thinking not about, you especially no, when no, you're looking so. for some tight end depth. Um, absolutely, I, th- I think he's going to get drafted in fantasy leagues. No, no. I, um, but but in terms I, of no, I don't think he'll think he'll get drafted at all. You don't think he's so? Thirty three eighty p p. No, I mean like like second second tight end. No, I'm not talking about your tight end. I'm talking about like what, stashing what him. Semantics? What are, we, what are we arguing about? What are we arguing about here? <laughs> well, it depends depends on your league format. Uh, there it is. Um, No, nah, I'm, I'm telling you, he'll get drafted. Who the hell is um, going to take Jimmy Graham? I don't, I don't think I, I'm not buying the hype though, because it's not Sean Payton and it's not Drew Brees. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but he'll get drafted. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. People, people who don't know any better. I didn't tell you that I draft Jimmy Graham. I'm telling you he'll get drafted. I'm telling you Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get drafted, not by me, but he'll get drafted. So that's like like having watched football in a bit. Like, oh, Jimmy Graham's on the board. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> he will be there for a long time, um, ever possibly. You know, uh, I, I'll, the reason I'm asking is because you know we're, we're looking at a guy. Looking at a guy. This is the weird part. People are saying that there's there's a preview about you about him possibly being a top twelve <laughs> tight end. I I'm not sure who's getting that, but look if he's good. And he catches red zone touchdowns. I don't know what to say, say, man. You know how hard a tight end position is to predict. Predict. You know we talked about it over and over and over and over. So if he's a streamer, right? If he comes out, he's like somehow a starter, just because somebody's injured, or he does look really good. You, I, I mean, do you worth the roster spot, or is he just a free agent sort of plot like, until he's a streamer? Streamer. Night. Yeah. 
I mean, it really depends. Uh, I, I'm not looking at him in my draft. Um, it is it is a wide open division, you know. So like, I, I feel like a lot of those teams, right. you've got Roll players with potential, but they're Bay. long shots. Happens, happens. Um, but I, I, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Look, yeah, I, I think my own uh, question. I think is, is gonna, I think a few people are going to roll the dice. I said no, no chance he gets drafted. So I. I don't, don't. I just think he's a streamer. Um, um, but I, the only reason I mentioned probably nobody knows that he knows that he knows he, and that he's playing. And so I'm going to be on the gravy train at some <laughs> point. I just telling telling you now that I've already predicted that. And when it ha- when it happens, I'll say it again then. <laughs> so that he'll stream in like week four or five because New Orleans tight end situation is terrible. So. No, they, they, they. All right, we'll, we'll, All right. we'll play it out, man. We'll keep well, it on it moving forward. So, um, when, okay. When we're well, back here next week, guy, I'll let right? you know who in my leagues him. <laughs> um, people are saying he's a QB, a QB two leagues. These weird formats like we talked before <laughs> where there's two QBs. Um, I, I don't know why. Look, I hate drafting rookie quarterbacks, but something about this guy gives me a little bit of uh I, I don't a little bit Justin Fields type of type potential. I'm not sure where his his ADP is quite yet, so give me a second. It's Anthony Richardson, man. He's being predicted to have at least three thousand yards, eight hundred yards, three thousand yards in the air, in the air, eight hundred rounds. Who knows how many interceptions, receptions, or turnovers he has? But they're anticipating anticipating him being six percent of leagues. He's an ADP of fifteen right now. ADP fifteen at the quarterback position. Not overall, of course. Fifteen, the highest he's been ranked. He's been ranked as eighth. He's outside of a QB one discussion in a deep league for twelve teams, and inside of a discussion for ten or nine or eighteen. So that's crazy. Is it crazy? Do you... I thought so too. It's yeah. I mean that's that's not one I've taken a close look at, but that's that seems really high to me um, for for a rookie. Uh, I mean because we've seen it so many times. Like you know when when you try to think of a rookie quarterback that just comes in and kills it, you're usually thinking of a quarterback who killed it his first year after being on the bench for a couple of seasons. It's real hard, real hard to come right in uh, as a rookie quarterback and and be dominant in, in the fantasy game. Um, it's real tough. I mean, people people thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be the best, you know, quarterback, number one overall draft pick uh, in a long time, and, and he had a real down first season. Uh, you, you ought to be able to remember. It was only a couple years ago. Um but like when when you think about quarterbacks that just do great right off the bat, uh, you think of Patrick Mahomes, and it's like, well, but he didn't. He was in the league for a couple of seasons before that happened. Um, you know, he, he came in when he when he when he got the starting role. Uh, yeah, he did no. he did well right away. But he had been but in the league relevant? for a couple of years. Um, it's it's can can you think of one? Can, can you think of a quarterback that came in as a rookie Cam and Newton? just dominated? Or, or at least was like fantasy. I can't think of like one. I'm struggling. I can't. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like like we're predicting here, where he should be rostered in eighty six percent of leagues. And yeah, and how long ago was that? Jeez. Yeah. So so for me, like, no, I, I'm not ready to believe the hype. I, I'm all about believing in these rookie quarterbacks. Um, we're at a point right now in the league. Um, you know, the the changing of the guard, so to speak, doesn't happen in one season, but. But we're seeing it happen uh, no, right now. No. We're, we're looking towards thing. a new like, generation it, 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 of, of uh, franchise so quarterbacks. Go, and I get excited for the these next, rookies to come in like, and really carve out a spot for uh, themselves. They just wanted, but they're not going to do we've it. We've said this before. You want to ask the quarterback the latest um, where you can still get somebody, get somebody safe. And this is, it's, this is why, the hype, why the hype exists. Because people, well, I can get Anthony Richardson in the 13, 14, whatever, however deep your draft goes, basically the last round. And I can, he's a QB one because he's going to have 3000 yards, thousand yards throwing thousand yards on the ground. Um, it just, just not, not likely or, I mean, he's, he'll probably be relevant times like a streamer. Um, just, just he's not going to be, can be consistent. 21 dude. He's so, he's so raw. You have to watch. Right. This is the problem with me. Yeah. You have to watch the, the player. He, he's 21 years old. He played, played. One year right. in football, and the other year he he sort of played. He's, he's so, just raw. He's really he's not going to be good his first year. Right. So this this is the sort of player that makes a lot of sense to me in certain formats you know I, a good buddy of mine he's in a he's in a dynasty league um but one of the aspects of it is you know if you draft a guy uh one year like let's say you draft him in the uh fourth fifth or sixth round you can have him as your keeper and he'd be your keeper in the fourth um so like if you got anthony richardson in like the 13th 14th 15th round he could be your keeper going into the next season in a really low round but uh but you know year year two year three like he might be a qb1 then and you're getting him at that really low round value that sort of forward thinking strategy that's the only way it makes sense to me uh because otherwise like i just don't see him being uh I don't doubt that. I could be wrong. Athletic. He could be Not the next Cam Newton, but I think. But I don't see him coming up close like, to like QB one value. The next, like, um, like dual threat yeah. quarterback. I mean, is he relevant? Yeah, I'm not and buying like, the hype like, on that one. The biggest you can get him are free agency, agency and you look like yeah. a genius because you are, have your roster stacked otherwise. You know, he's just he's just too raw. Um, it's just gonna be rough <laughs> the first like season. Um, so, and I, they don't even have Jonathan Taylor but for the first four games. So I don't know like how that could possibly like serve him. Um, I, I, I don't know. So I don't believe the hype. I don't know where people are, where people are getting and I, but I do know why it's once again, they want the next player. That's the Justin Fields where people were taking him real, real, real late. He ended up being amazing, but that was also like his second, his second year he was the one that won the games. The, the Chicago was awful. Otherwise, otherwise. So, so. anywho, they were. It's not even. I, that's like a fact. They were bad. They went. They went three and fourteen. They, they were. 
they, they were bad. So I, you know, I, you know, they beat the Patriots. That is what it is. So, all right. Well, <laughs> m- moving on. Um, let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. It was, re- was released this week. Uh, no, 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 no one's arguing. Def- definitely fantasy relevant. <laughs> I know for a fact there's some of you people that took him. I know for a fact there's people that drafted him before they announced that he wasn't going to be traded or that he was going to start on the pup list. So he's not available between weeks one and one and four. Um, he's going to play week five, five presumably, possibly. Trevor, if you did draft Jonathan Taylor right now, where would you pick him? It's a good question. Oh man. Um, yeah, that that's a tough one, especially with you know the first four weeks. When when you're you know if you're a Colts fan, you're thinking, oh, the first four weeks it's not that bad, but uh, four weeks is a bigger chunk of the fantasy season. Oh, um, I would think later. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean the the. Me personally, I'm not taking Jonathan Taylor until probably fifth round. Yeah, I mean, like that's the earliest I could grab him, and that's, and that 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 would be a reflection of like, oh my God, all the running backs are already gone. Um, but uh, yeah, the the fact that you don't know what team he might be playing on when he does start playing, or, you know, he might play a couple of weeks with, with, uh, Indianapolis before no, I getting think, traded I think he somewhere. Hurt, but it, they also um, have the, the, con- the contract dude. So, and, uh, do we, do we know much about why he's on? Like, is that, is that a power play by the Colts to put him on the pup list or is he physically unable to perform? I, I think I, he is hurt. So, so that's, yeah. So, so, but yeah, yeah, the more I talk about it, yeah, even the fifth round, I think, is way too high. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's going to be coming off an injury. Uh, there's dra- drama drama between him and the front office. Um, and, yeah, you know, rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. And, uh, you know, he, he had his he had his time in the sun. And, uh, you know, he might be the next Zeke Elliott. You know, he might just never be that guy again. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough to say because, you know, I, I, I thought he was amazing. Um, he was, he's part of a championship team of mine a few years Um, back. ADP 33. Um, And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like him as a player, but (laughs) what are you going to say to that? There's a lot of things stacking up that that make him just not a, not a, uh, not a safe bet right now. Oh, there you go. I mean, I mean, I, I could see him ending up on a team of mine because I, I've made no secret that I'm going to go uh, wide receiver dependent with my offense this year. Um, I, I just see them as the uh, as the safer options out there, especially in a PPR league. Or fire. Um, so you know, it's just, so yeah, he, he's yeah. he's gonna Last land pick. somewhere, okay. but because uh, I mean, but yeah, he's he's you take worse guys. 
He's kind of that, uh, you know, no other choice type of option. Um, Also, also, what if he gets traded? Yeah. Before we... And then he he plays. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like he gets traded, and now you—I mean, he could—he could be anywhere. Um. So yeah, he—he, he, you know, his situation could improve, and he could come off that injury and and play well. You know, no doubt. Um, well, let me tell you one future. But, that uh, I'd feel a lot better Here's about Sutter. it if came he wasn't on the pop week. list. Um, and if they—they uh, they had a four-year you know, future with the six team million dollar contract. Uh, with the Minnesota Vikings starting at the cash flows, 32 over the two over the first two, 38 over three. Not sure, not sure what that means, but I think that just means 48 in the first in the first three years, and then 18 last year. Full guarantee, 29 million at signing, and then nine million dollars as rookie deal is when it's including. Um, these the highest the highest paid tight end. So. Yeah. Um, no, when I when I saw the contract extension, I was very happy. Um, he was a huge, uh, you know, huge factor after he got traded to the Vikings last season. Uh, just just you know, produced, produced, produced. Um, uh, it wasn't you know a couple of days later that I realized that he was now the highest paid tight end in the league. Uh, highest paid tight end this year, highest paid tight end on average over the next three seasons, um, and uh, and I, I, I like I like the commitment that the Vikings are showing to him. Um, it, it doesn't mean that he's automatically the best fantasy tight end in the league, but uh, but he's in that conversation now. You know, he's up there with the elites. He's up there with Travis Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews. All those guys, um, and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm buying the hype on that player. I think uh, I think the Vikings O line continues to get better. Um, the defense can only improve, um, but uh, Kirk Cousins he's shown that he's going to move the ball down the field, and uh, and he, and you know Hawkinson he's not just a chain mover; he's a red zone option. So between him and Justin Jefferson and what will certainly still be a struggling, improved but struggling defense, uh, the Vikings are going to have to move the ball through the air a lot to stay in these games just like they did last season. Um, I don't think they're going to win um, as many yeah, as those it's close a, it's ones a big deal. as, as they did last year, the unfortunately. Last year. Uh, um, they but in terms of fantasy... Traded. Um, I think uh, Justin Jefferson traded, and TJ Hawkinson are, a fourth, a second are and safe. Second and third round I buy pick. the hype. Hawkinson yeah. and a fourth and fifth and fifth round pick. It's, it's wild, man. You know, uh, no, that's really that's really wild. I mean, that's I mean that's that's the, they got for him, uh, um, which is tremendous. And they gave up basically just draft position to to get a guy who's the highest paid tight end league. Produced like crazy, is a captain on the team, and uh, here we are. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Huh. Well, I mean, he's just long hair, white guy with a beard. So, I mean, and he and he looks the part too. Not like on, I mean, on this of Vikings. The the, the Vikings <laughs> I mean, PR team is just in our current state. We could both guy. be Vikings. <laughs> the PR he, team. He, lo- he looks like a Viking. <laughs> well i tell you what uh it's working out in the podcast podcast so, i mean so i, this I mean far. Um, being an actual uh, viking you know, is my fallback some, some uh, important if sponsors, things don't work out in my geology spot where we don't need go, our actual careers in uh, plunder and village but um that being said trevor because we're going to be emanating live <laughs> from the comfort of our homes possibly possibly without pants you know, watching the NFL <laughs> on Thursday next week. It's, it's about that time to pick up the game, baby. I think that's what it is. We're going to pick this game. That's what we're going to do on Thursday because we're going to be, going to be going on while we're recording this podcast, uh, commenting on it live, live, picking the rest of the week, looking at the gravy, possibly all the trades, five of them, hopefully. Um, nonetheless, oh. it's Detroit at Kansas City. It's a Thursday night, Thursday night game. It's Smith at five twenty at at Arrowhead Field. Um, it's a six and a half point th- point favorite. The key, and all of a sudden, uh, Detroit has somehow been put on a pedestal by the NFL. One of the founding franchises is finally relevant after ninety years of being a franchise. They made it <laughs> to the prime time. Prime time, uh, probably one of the most important important spots uh, in the NFL season, which is which is opening day on Sunday Football. Um, and Pat Mahomes, and a six and a half point, um, six and a half point <laughs> favorite in the city, and that's where we kick our season, man. We get Jared Goff on primetime television. How lucky can we all be? And uh, yeah, right. Oh man, this is uh, this is great. I, I love this matchup, and uh, I'll be I'll be so excited to watch this game a week from tonight. Um, it's a tough place to go and beat the defending Super Bowl champions. I think the Lions are really going to give the Chiefs a run for their money. I think it's going to be a fun, competitive game. Uh, but ultimately, I got to take the Chiefs to win at home uh, on week one. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the Lions, they could surprise me. I just don't see it happening week one. I think uh, I think they're going to have a good season. Um, I don't want to say that they're going to walk away with a moral victory. I think they're better than that at this point. There is no moral victory for the Lions anymore. They're looking for real wins. Um, but... Uh, I think the Lions start 0-1 on the road. Um, yeah, uh, the over-under is what gets interesting here, the 54. Um, yeah, 54 over-under. Um, gosh, it's week one. Week one, I got to take the under. I just don't think that these offenses are going to be putting up. You know, if this, if this, was, if this was happening in October, I, I'd take that over. I would. Um, but week one, I'm going under on the 54. Um, Kansas City favored by six and a half. 
Well, here's a really, really important storyline yeah, about this game. Too. I don't think we really um, I could see him winning by a touchdown, but you know, I'm going to uh, give the Lions a little credit here. On it, on it. I'm going to take the Lions to, to cover Jones. the spread. Yeah, yeah. Still uh, unsigned. And um, Kansas City not, wins. Not, is holding out. Uh, not going to taking the under on the 54. There you go. Then for Kansas City, and you're talking about a Detroit offensive line that's pretty stacked. Stacked. I mean. Halu Povati, Vatai, and Panay Sul. It's one of the best offensive ones in the in the the league. With a rookie running back, Jameer Gibbs from University of Alabama, Dave Montgomery. You know, Jameson Williams, James Williams isn't going to play because he's suspended for the the gambling. But still got Ron Ross, St. Brown, Mar- Marvin Jones, John Reynolds, tight tight end, second round tight end from Iowa. And you got Brock Wright. He played good last year at tight end after they traded Hawkinson. I don't know. I don't know. No Chris Jones. Now that that that's why that's why I got to take the Lions to cover the spread. I I do think the Chiefs will pull out some Chiefs magic if they need to to win this game. Uh, but I like the Lions to stick in it. Like you said, their their O line is great. Their offense as a whole was just humming at the end of last season. They really were. Um, the Vikings won the division last season, but uh, the Lions I think finished the best team in the division. Mm. Um, I, I said it a few times, uh, you know, or earlier in the off season, you know, shortly after the end of the season, I really think had the lions made it to the playoffs, they would have gone deeper than the Vikings did. They were just playing better football in, in January than the Vikings were. Um, but, uh, but I, I still like the chiefs to take the home opener. Um, yeah, this is going to be a great game. I think, I think the lions will be able to hold onto the ball. Like you said, with that O line, and no Chris Jones, um, that's what I, that's that that just kind of helps me take that under, um, because uh, I do think they'll be able to move the ball. The other thing is too, I mean, to you give Andy Reid plenty of time to uh, chew up clock for game, for game. So uh, it's going to be a nice emotion. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about this call. I'm taking the under. Um, we watched last Chiefs Super Bowl against Philadelphia. But I like the Lions to cover that Reed spread. Weeks, I think the Chiefs are going to come up with less, pretty much like a foolproof less than seven points. That's just going to create a lot of space. For all these receivers, receivers who are really, he's going to get Sky more involved. You know, right. Travis Kelsey, Pacheco, right. and, um, you know, any other Chiefs receiver. And you got Kadarius Tony, who is supposed to be ready for week one. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, man. I feel like if you, if you bet, it's the win. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I think it's a pretty decent chance for an upset. I don't know if I believe Kansas City will win this game. But I think it will be high scoring. You said 54. Um, it's a season. I think the defenses have a harder time than you do. You do. <laughs> Early in the season. I would take, take an over because I think both teams would score. And, and I think um, Monday night, boy, that's the arrowhead on a Thursday night. Excuse me, Thursday night football game. It's going to be really loud introducing them at Bannerman. I'm taking – I'm going to take, take Kansas City. But if you – Detroit – you know, I think a decent chance for an, for an upset. Just because of Chris Jones, what do you, what do you got on defense? 
there you go. No, and I, and I, yeah, this is a, this is a fun game, and this I was not ready for this tonight uh, to to call games like this, but like this is going to be a great season opener, um, and I think that I think they knew what they were doing when they scheduled it. This is going to be a really competitive game. Um, the Lions are on the rise, uh, like you said, Andy Reid. With this much time to prepare, it's going to be, uh, you know, very very thought out scripted offense um yeah i think this is going to be great and yet the lions i won't be surprised if the i mean i'll be i'll be really pleased actually i think it would be a really fun way to start the season if the lions could pull off the upset i just uh i i can't myself uh bet it i think the chiefs uh they just have such an advantage at home you said you know kelsey mahomes uh Kadarius tony all this stuff so uh, you know that that running back by committee style in between the passing plays, uh, I I they, still they have like, to yeah, put my money are, on the Chiefs winning. But I like the Lions is. to keep it competitive. Yeah, I think it'll oh, be you got, you got the tape you know, ready a field goal or two type of like a victory. Got it, you um, know? Um, yeah, it's it's what yeah, it is, man. We just unpacked this thing a little bit, but because it's in a week, is in a week. NFL season starts. Here's a little um, bonus for you, Trevor, just because you're in Colorado. <laughs> um, it's a big weekend for for Prime, um, not for the drink, the energy drink, and or de- dehydration Prime. Although that would be nice if they did get they did give us a little kudos for that joke. Um, it is Coach Prime, man. I think this is an interesting game. If you're look, if you like college football, it's nine o'clock here on the West Coast. West Coast clock in the Mountain Time range. Otherwise, because it's noon. That's a good time to have this game. Um, however, it could be one-sided. <laughs> it's, it's the University of Colorado at Texas Christian University. Um, I believe, I think they're actually, I think they're actually at, well, where, well, where is, is where TCU is? And, is, and I think um, not, I think this is a neutral field, still in Texas. But but nonetheless, it, I guess it's still in Texas. So, so. Um, TCU is a 20.5 point favorite. It's over under 63.5. I'm not expecting either of us to have a deep insight about the year, other than Prime's the coach and his his son's the son's the quarterback. But golly, golly, man, there's one thing we didn't cover this summer. It's coach Coach Prime. It would be very hard to because he's been well. It's not that would be hard to, but it's hard to keep your eyes off him because he's all literally all over SportsCenter and all over everything possibly related to football um, right now. And uh, he's the head coach of University of Colorado. Colorado. Coming from whenever. And he's going against 17th ranked TCU. Yeah. Um, so this this is uh, yeah. Very exciting because there's been so much speculation about what Prime's going to be able to do for this program. And, you know, they've had a ton of roster turnover, which I think is a good thing when you, when I think they finished as the second worst team in college football in the entire country across all divisions uh, last year. 
Um, they, uh, you know, they're starting off the season against 17th ranked Big 12 TCU. Uh, at least I think they're still in the Big 12. There's a lot of teams moving around. <laughs> um, it's going to be just, I mean, it would be monumentous if they were to to beat TCU in Texas week one. It's it's really hard to predict, though. I mean, TCU, you know, I'm no spring chicken. You know, when I, when I, when I finished high school, TCU was one of those warm-up teams for, for other big, you know, they weren't in the Big 12 yet, and Texas Christian was a team you played to get ready to play the important games. Not anymore. That team, that, that program is elevated. Um, they've got amazing facilities, amazing recruitment, great players, and a great coach. Um, so I, I, I predict that TCU is going to win this game. Um, and whether they win by a little or a lot, it's going to be our first look uh, at the coach. 60 point, uh, 60 point, uh, 20, 20, 20, 23 point and, uh, spread. It's, it's something I'm very excited for. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it, I'd be yes. interested to know, uh, you know, yeah, what TCU, the uh, yes. television ratings are for this game, because I think a lot of people no, are going to be tuned I, I in. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, 64 and a half over under 23 point spread in favor of TCU. They're in the national championship. Man, that's that's tough. Um There you go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a big spread and TCU could do it. Um, you know, TCU I don't follow college football as closely as I used to, but they were in the they were in the hunt for uh playoff berth. They were they were in the national championship. Thank you. Um, boy. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, TCU, they're no slouch. Um, they're, uh, they're relevant to put it lightly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, week one, I got to take, I know it's a lot, but I'm going to take TCU to, to win and TCU to cover the spread. Um, yeah, I mean, if they're not careful, TCU will cover that over under on their own. Um, that would be uh, tough to watch because we want to see an improved Colorado. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's the first game under the new regime with with a, a, basically a brand new team, brand new roster. Um, I, I think I think Coach Prime is the guy to turn that program around bring them back to relevance. I know that their goal is to uh, make it to the college football playoffs. And, uh, but, but even so the most optimistic prediction I've heard is like, Oh, he could get them to the college playoffs after a couple of years, you know, doing um, his third season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just because they have like first game, first some year, of, some all the these star, new players you know, Shadur, on the Sun, road, Travis Hunter against ultimately will be a, a team that was pick. just in the national um, championship. The rest of their team is um, devoid of talent. Yeah. I got, I got apparently to go TCU all stats, the way on this meaning, one. Meaning bad coaching. Um, yeah, it's TCU. <laughs> I'm, Yeah, 
Yeah. Now, it, I mean, whether whether uh, Colorado can impress us by making it a real game, that'd be great. Uh, or if they get blown out, um, I'm going to be watching Coach Prime's post game interview because I'm going to want to, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for the guy, and and I, I you know, you know, living here, you hear a lot of what he has to say on the radio, and it's just, it's it's inspirational. He uh, he knows what he's doing, and he's got. I mean, no, no, the, the, the word confidence almost starts to lose its meaning. He's that. got so much of it. We're going in almost year um, 10 at this point. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited um, for that yeah, game. It's, uh, and, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. And I, I think the I future is bright for Colorado Coach and Prime, Coach Prime. Go to University of Colorado. It's early um, days. Was there in 2016, and you can't turn it around overnight. And they're ranked like seventh in the country, which is really crazy. It's as close as relevant as Colorado has gotten since then. Uh, and even then, they think they lost their bowl game that year. But that was with Phil Lindsay at, court, at, at running really stacked secondary. So I'm interested, man. Uh, Colorado is a, is a it's a unique university that like they're super academic, but somehow they like can field some pretty good sports, pretty good sports teams. You know, um, yeah, it's something worth watching. And if you get a chance to warm up with some college football this week, weekend. That's the one to watch in Florida State and LSU on Sunday. Um, there's a few other games, and if you're a big fan of like some specific team that's going to play a cupcake schedule, like Oklahoma, then um, um, <laughs> you're going to be in for weekend to watch them uh, pile on some points on some Division One A opponents, man. Until then, um, until next week. No, I, I look, I, look, look. I think I think that uh, the College of Prime Meridian has plenty of <laughs> to to be um, University of Oklahoma. In fact, I, I do believe that um, you know that. Uh, well, you, well, you, you don't Bozeman think State you don't think Arkansas has a, has Tech a decent chance has to put up to put up some points against Oklahoma. <laughs> Win, but they have a decent chance, <laughs> chance to be competitive. You know, I, last time I heard Trevor Trevor that. Um, Manhattan State College of <laughs> Kentucky was a decent play for Oklahoma. You know, none of these te- none of these teams exist are probably still on Oklahoma's schedule. So that that's that's what I'm saying. It it's just what happens. Uh, if you look at UC Georgia's schedule, man, they're playing playing first four games are against like some cupcakes, the absolute cupcakes. This is what they. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it is uh, yep. it is a fun weekend, the first weekend of college football, because we'll get to Colorado find Indiana, out, man. That's one of the best you know, how many of these ranked teams are for the, real, the state, and how many maybe don't. How many don't college really players deserve that ranking? You know, right. um, that's. But uh, just yeah, tonight, I live in a, you know, in a glorious, fourteen, a, a very Utah dis- and or in Florida, twenty-four to college 11. lifestyle. So you know, uh, you know, the the youth, as far as I know, off to a good bunk start. beds on Saturday nights over there. So, um, but anywho, that's uh, that. Well, folks, that's the show. So we'll be back next Thursday. Yeah, not not easy to talk about not, the not a the lot. Kansas I Kansas City think. Chiefs, Detroit <laughs> Dolphins. Wow, wow, I, that was bad. Detroit Lions. <laughs> it's a long week. Um, and then we'll 
Get into previewing week one of the NFL season. Man. It's here. Week one of the NFL season. Pretty crazy. Crazy. Made it this far, you know? Uh, um, if you're like me, this will be the downfall of all of your mental health. So, uh, it's not uncommon for any of us to start putting in every sense of fulfillment in your life and source of validation through a, through a team with any of the players. Likely will never see because of the ticket prices. So... Um, but that doesn't mean that you can take out your anger on the rest of your family when, when they lose, lose their game. So, um, <laughs> that's all that matters. So until then, man, you can go back and listen to the archives. If you're picking AC football, I think most of us are this week. If you're smart, you wait, you wait until this week. If you can listen to the last, last 10 episodes, gather some fancy football knowledge, <laughs> gather some insight. Uh, it's all in the archives. Uh, we are almost at 100 episodes. 100 episodes. So that's pretty monumental. <laughs> right. until, until then, Trevor, do you have anything to say? Anything to say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's that's a seltzer can. Can I fell by the way. Until then. No, I mean I'll, I'll um, say it one more time. It's the night before Christmas. And, time uh, we'll be I'm, back. I'm so excited. We'll I uh, can't wait to be back next week uh, with uh, with Thursday night game going on, and we'll pick the rest of the weekend. Um, God, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Ha, <laughs> ha,